This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is Aaron McGowan, certified personal trainer and big time napper. This is Ryan Stanger, certified personal trainer and frustrated. <laughs> you found the Dumbbells, a comedy fitness podcast. Committed to bringing you inspiration. Motivation. And today, unfortunately, thanks to Whoop, not very much information. Hey, Dumbbells, let's get dumb. Fucking pissing wow. me off, dude. I'm coming in hot. I'm angry. I'm fired up. I'm trying to I'm trying to <laughs> use this wearable. I'm trying to give the listeners a taste of what they can expect. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I guess unskilled workmen blame their tools, so maybe it's on me. Uh I don't know if that counts in Whoop's case. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I feel like I have to take a fucking computer science class to figure this thing out. Uh, I'd probably get a C or better, it sounds like. Okay, so you, you're you mad. Yeah, uh, we can we can get to that. So what, Let's get to it. We, we tackled the fitness juggernaut that is the elliptical machine today and iterations of it. Um, it's something that comes up a lot. People love to do it because it's relatively easy, I think, um, and passive, and you feel like you're doing something, and it is very easy to look at your phone on. Um, yep. Watch it, a show, watch yeah, people watch. Man, yeah. that, was, that was the nice part, yeah. It's low impact. Um, so I think people with maybe some joint issues – or, you know, that are maybe struggling to get to a more comfortable weight, um, often will start there because it's, it's very approachable. Um, mm-hmm. And they're usually pretty easy to use. There's not as much setup as maybe even a treadmill or a, um, uh, yeah. s- some of the other more complex ones. Um, they, d- they don't challenge your balance that much. Anyway, so there's a million reasons as to why people use them. I think they were really hot for a while, and they've maybe fallen out of favor a little bit. We were kind of talking about that today, but I think they're still very much a hot ticket item. Um, so we'll get into that. Yeah, I, we'll get into that. I actually, when I talked to you about the elliptical, I wasn't sure that Equinox even had them, and they did. They got a lot. Yeah, they actually had a f- yeah more than a couple of variations, so that was fun. I'm curious too because you know we're in a little bit of a bubble here in Los Angeles, um, to where you know, you know people may be a little ahead uh, as far as like training trends. You know what's popular. Not that people don't work hard all over the country by any stretch, but if there's like a fad or a trend or some way that somebody's trying to make money off something, you'll often see it like in a quote unquote bigger market like L.A. or something, um, mm-hmm. and so. For a while there, these these ellipticals, they would be completely packed and there'd be like a waiting line for them. Do you remember that? Yeah. People ready yeah. to get on them. Um, and so I'm just the curious. The YMCA I went to growing up, it had like a list you had to sign, put your name on for the 30-minute the window you wanted. Yeah, because some psycho would be on there for four hours, you know, like right. some <laughs> lady with like giant hiking boots on and like crazy frizzy hair, like... I do this every day for six hours and like a giant like shopping bag and eating applesauce on there. You're like, what the fuck? Um, so I'm just curious if maybe other parts of the country, if there's still, uh, you know, a high level of interest. But anyway, we got into it. We tried two different kinds. Um, mm-hmm. Both versions that we used involved arms. I feel like a lot of them now are, do have the, the arm movement. The arm. Yeah. Yeah. There I, at my gym, they have both where, where your arms don't do anything. There's not even an option. And then they have the one with arms. But nine times out of 10, the ones that you can use your arms like to move move the legs to are completely empty. And the, if there is someone on one, it's on the one with no arms. Right. <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe it's for phone usage. I don't know. But I think it's it for is. phone, but even the arm swinging ones, they have a, a handles where you can yeah. passively stabilize, but it does feel yeah. weird because those arms are kind of like going by themselves by you. And it feels like they're going <laughs> to slap you around or something. If you're, if you don't have your hands on them. Yeah, well, it's like when, you know, your husband starts doing, you know, chores right in front of you and you're just laying on the couch. It's like, okay, well, That's you guys perfect. are already moving. I guess I should just like join you. Stop you know? being but- busy. Now I have to be busy. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 
Now that happens in, in my life, you know, but that's just a fun example. I pulled out of nowhere. Yes. It's completely from the air. Um, <laughs> never happens. So it, we tried these. I don't, they're not part of my regular workout routine. They never really have been. Um, mm. People at, Man, this is how I got my start. The like, ellipticals? Well, let, we'll walk yeah, us through it. because I just remember that, like, similarly, it was like, like, I saw people doing treadmills, and I remember when I very, 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 very first started, like, trying to do fitness, and this is back when I was, like, 20, 21 years old. I'm 39, okay? So this is years ago. Um. I went to the YMCA. Don't I got on the treadmill. Say your age on this. People don't like us being old. We're young. We're in our twenties. I'm so sorry. I went. We're just, fucking Gen Zers, dude. <laughs> vague, vague youngness. Um, we're in our twenties, dudes. We're sigmas. <laughs> we're so young. Someone did call me a a Gen Z on my Instagram story, and. They were like, ugh, that's so Gen Z of you. And I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. <laughs> they were using it as a negative, but I took it as a positive. Um, I'm an elder millennial too. Anyways, I digress. And so I went, I tried to run on the treadmill. And I remember I like had like put a towel over the numbers and I tried to run as long as I could run. And when I took the towel off to stop running, it was like I had been running for like 41 seconds. <laughs> and it felt like at late, like it didn't feel like I had been running forever, but it felt like at least two, three, four minutes. And I was like, I was so insecure about the, like my feet pounding on the treadmill and mm -hmm. I was like there's gotta be another way and I saw people on the ellipticals and I was like that looks pretty chill and so I tried it and I was like oh I can do this it felt like I could do it manageably for 30 minutes and that was like I don't know that's like the amount of time I thought you're supposed to do anything so I just did it because that's like it's like the preset number of time on every like cardio machine is just like 30 minutes um so I did that. I did that for like, God, probably like five years. <laughs> I did it for a really long time. I did start trying to run more on the treadmill. So I would like sometimes, you know, if the whole, if the whole elliptical um, machines were like signed all up for, and I had, there were no 30 minute windows I could do, I would I would people, the young run. listeners, the legions of young listeners that we have may not <laughs> fully comprehend how, I mean, these things for a while there, it was like trying to get into a Taylor Swift concert, you know, it's like, <laughs> you better it's a perfect luck, example, better luck doing that than fucking getting your 30 in on a pre-core, uh, elliptical machine. <laughs> um, <laughs> getting your 30 in on a pre-core. Yeah. That's what it, it that's what it felt like. But when I moved to Nashville, they had them, they had ellipticals inside of like a little movie room. And I would just be on that for four hours. You'd just watch a whole movie on an elliptical. I, I feel like I remember you talking about this before. Yeah. And I asked you an example of a, if you remember any of the movies they showed. Um, and yep. I'm going to ask Do you, you again. Was it like armed and dangerous? Wrath of Khan. And I remember that he oh, started yeah. asking me questions and I was like, I don't, I don't know, man. God, that's a great, that's a great movie. Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Yeah. Starring I, Ricardo Montalban. I loving it. Yeah. And I've seen it once post the gym movie theater, but that, that movie, I remember I like couldn't stop watching. I was so into it. It's, it's riveting. Even if you're not a Star Trek fan, you will like that movie. It's a fucking great one. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I wasn't, I didn't know any of the other movies it did. I, it was my gateway drug. I did watch other star Wars movies or star Trek movies. Yes. <laughs> um, I think it's like the kind of joke is like every other movie of the star Trek series is good. It's like mm -hmm. what the first one star joke. It, well, I mean, it's kind of the <laughs> people will say that and it's kind of true. I mean, there's some people sure. that just like them all, but I think it's yeah. like, it was like the first one nobody liked Star Trek, the motion picture, but then Wrath of Khan was great. But see, I, I don't know if it quite holds up because I do like three, which is the quest for Spock. Um, yeah, is four the one with the whales? Oh, good question. 
Or is it three? No, you would th- remember, no, th- I think. Three is definitely not the one with whales. It's I g- think it must be four then with yeah. whales. Because I remember being like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I was very... That was a big <laughs> that was a big jump for me. But that would have fallen in every other. But I think I was similar to you. I liked the second and third, and then the fourth one kind of went off the rails. Um, I can't remember which one. One of them Shatner directed, and nobody liked that one. Um, Had to have been the the one with the whales. <laughs> he's our so beloved weird. Captain Kirk. Uh, fuck, we're really throwing chum in the water for our Gen Z listeners talking about old Star Trek movies. They get, uh, what Gen Z? What do you guys like? I I did I, I did look at TikTok for hours. So how about that? Is that interesting to Gen Z? <laughs> What's the trends right now on TikTok? I'll be honest. I've stayed away from fitness, the fitness world, mm-hmm. because it's a lot of just, it's a lot of like fitness porn. It's just a lot of big asses and with their, with the pants pulled up the crack. Um, Here I that's am great. getting my squat day <laughs> in. I can't <laughs> even begin to tell you guys how challenging this workout was. <laughs> And it's like, oh, it's like a fucking wedgie up their the ass. The robot lady? Yeah. I will say, I, I did see somebody talking about like the 75 hard. Have you heard about the 75 hard? Yeah, that's where you go 75 days in a r- row, like uninterrupt running a long distance or something or. It's like, well, I'm sure there's variations, but it's like you don't drink. You have a gallon of water. You don't drink um, alcohol, gallon of water. Um, you do two 45 minute workouts. One is outside and one is, can be inside, I guess. Um, and there's probably other pieces to the puzzle, but that is, it's just lost. There's a lot. Why of, is it called 70? It's Cause it's 75 days. Yeah. 75 days. Gotcha. Yeah. And I guess it's hard. So it's called 75 hard. Um, also I guess your body is hard after that or some shit. Um, <laughs> But I've seen like variations of like 75 medium, 75 soft. And I was like, I think, I think 75 medium is my speed. 75 Um, fatter. (laughs) Yeah. 75 extra large, please. Um, but that, that is one trend that has made it through. Uh, even though I have tried to avoid fitness, the fitness world. I've just been looking at how to w- put makeup on because I don't makeup know how to tutorials. Do that. Great. Yeah. What, what are other just what's popular on TikTok right now? Like what are people doing? Like you, you mentioned before, like one of them was throwing ice cream cones. Yeah. The ice cream one. I don't, I actually am not sure what the, the latest ones are. Cause I just stick in my, I stay in my lane. Okay. You know, yep. I'm just, I'm just makeup tutorials, occasional, glance at workout stuff we're we're kind of avoiding that right now because it is for a while it used to be kind of a good resource and now it's just kind of a show-off thing it seems like it does seem to be a little i think i can i think i can mess with my algorithm to get through some of it it's probably just like the most popular and hey uh tiny ways with the big old ass we've people been singing about that since the dawn of time. Um, a lot of it's fake now. And that's definitely uninteresting to me. I don't care about somebody that just had a surgery and whatever exercise they're doing to pretend like that's what got them there. Um, (laughs) well, Hey, actually that reminds me there was, um, I got, this is definitely out of both of our realms of expertise, but I saw something today and that made me go watch a documentary. And it was like a woman was talking about getting her breast implants out mm-hmm. and it's called Explant. And she was talking about like, go watch the movie. It's on Amazon prime, but it's not really on Amazon prime. You have to get Paramount plus and it's this whole thing, but we have happened to have Paramount plus. So I went and I like watched the the movie today and it was fascinating, very interesting. But the the one you're talking about, the Brazilian butt lift or whatever, is that what it's that's that's what it's called? Oh, hold on. Uh, I just I texted you, but it was uh, by accident. Oh, uh, so just <laughs> I was like, it's like I'm getting a text from you. <laughs> um, um, I don't no. know. If there, there's the butt lift, and then there's implants. 
Yeah, I don't. Yeah, Brazilian butt something, whatever. But the, it's like the whatever the butt one is where they put implants in there. That one is like the number one most deadly. And that's like all the plastic surgeons I've seen on on TikTok or like that's in their like top five or if if not always top number one of like don't do this botched um just get they i mean if you're that worried about it they make padded pants just buy padded yeah, pants. just start wearing padded a diaper pants. just wear a diaper those are those are at least functional you could just you know do a little a little dump a little tt do you remember the commercial on, on snl oops i crapped my pants yes i love i love their commercial parodies that was my favorite commercial parody as a, as a kid. I was, that was like the only SNL sketch I like saw multiple times on accident. And that was like, I had my answer. If anyone was like, do you watch SNL? And I'd be like, yeah. Cause I barely did. But like, they'd be like, what's your favorite? And I would say that. Cause it was funny. Uh, I loved that one. There's a, there's just this random one that is so funny to me. We're on a major fucking tangent here, but, um, <laughs> complete digression. We will be covering ellipticals. We did, we did sample we did do them. at Equinox studio city. That's our home base. That's our home field. Um, cash us there, cash us there. If you're interested, we will be there. We do like people coming up to us. Um, <laughs> we do like to be recognized. We do like to be absolutely asked absolutely. for selfies. I, I wait around. Yeah. To be recognized. I play the podcast on a fucking, uh, like a <laughs> Bluetooth, Bluetooth speaker. speaker. Yeah, yeah. Loud. Yeah. Um, say like, does that voice sound familiar? What is that voice? <laughs> on? Uh, sounds like mine. Maybe it's me. Um, but my favorite was this random one with, uh, Will Ferrell and it, it is, it's shot on film, so it looks like an actual commercial, and it looked like those old kind of um, dog food commercials to where it would show somebody, like, hiking through the woods with, like, a beautiful dog, and they're wearing, like, um, L.L. Bean stuff, and, like, they have, like, a nice <laughs> kind of, like, mountain house or something and wearing snowshoes and stuff, and uh, it's, it's like he's talking about his dog food and, like, how much his dog, you know, is active and needs, you know, uh, special dog food. And, and he's like, if there's anything I hate as much as I love my dog, it's rats. And so that's why I've developed Pet Chow brand rat poison. And like, it's got his name on it. Pet, his name is Pet Chow. And then in very small writing, it says rat poison. And then it looks exactly like dog food. Like it comes in a giant dog food bag and like rats love their meaty kernels. And it keeps showing like what, like the size of rat it could kill and it like it's like the size of a dog and all this shit <laughs> and i always thought it was so funny because i'd heard a story about you know how dogs would get into rat poison because it tastes sweet you know and it kills them and so it was just they're like making fun of that phenomenon with pet chow brand rat poison <laughs> I mean, he's well, hey, he's making it too. like he mixes it with water too, like in a big dog bowl and his dog keeps trying to jump up and eat it. And he's like, no, 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 don't do that. <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny. It just That's always funny. struck me as funny. That one. And then also uh, this one with Will Forte and Tina Fey to where they're talking about. It looks like a Justin's or like a K Jewelers. And it's got like a orchestral music playing and it's in black and white. And it's got a guy like running to a girl at a fountain and he's wearing like a tuxedo and stuff. And it's like, no, 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 no. And then it's talking about like the ultimate gift with like a uh, in voiceover. And then he presents her with like a little white teddy bear with holding a red heart, you know, like those are like real cheap looking things from like <laughs> the market. <laughs> uh-huh yeah and so outside the dmv as you're leaving yeah you <laughs> think it's gonna one? be like a diamond because it looks exactly like a diamond commercial but it's like a little white stuffed animal with the red oh, that's heart. it yeah. that's the whole thing oh god it's so good yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> all right yeah she's I've... looking at it like where's the diamond yes i've tried to find that one i can't yeah. find that one but you can find the pet chow one anyway uh Interesting. Seems like that would be the other way around, but hey, <laughs> they're like, no, we, we stand behind the pet chow murder rats or dogs that want to eat po rat poison. Apparently they do. Lorne, Lorne thought it was funny. 
Um, <laughs> my bad impression that's of your, Michaels. That's your impression. Did you ever get to do it in forum? Uh, no, definitely uh, zero interest uh, from SNL. <laughs> Maybe yeah. based on that Lauren impression, you could tell why. <laughs> zero interest. Uh <laughs> Tough schedule, you, you know, tough. Yeah, tough, I, I, tough I, life. I couldn't do it. Um, I need my sleep. I couldn't do it either. I need my what, what, what? How do you get around New York? I don't know. Yeah, I yeah, that, the the fear of bed bugs over there, uh, you know, the <laughs> prices at those bodegas. They're just through the roof. $13 for a bottle of water. What is this, a fucking Taylor Swift concert? Uh <laughs> My, Are you going to the Taylor Swift concert? I fucking wish. Be honest. I wish. Um, no, I'm not. I definitely don't give a shit. Um, but <laughs> uh, the Swifties come at me. The Swifties will get you. I uh, I wanted to go, but I I do. I, it's so expensive. It's so expensive. I'll just people love watch it. The vids. Pe- people love her. Um, I do find it funny when I get a lot of like uh, people saying like genius songwriter and definitely writes good pop songs. I don't know if I would say genius songwriter (laughs) at tea time. Everyone agrees. It's me time. You're the one that's me. It's just like, what the fuck? It's like the most basic, like little (laughs) rhyme schemes. I'm like, wow, the genius. Where is the, when is the genius part stuff? I see Everyone at T, me, T, even Mr. T. Um, I, you know what? Sometimes I think she's a genius and then other times I don't. Well, but there are times where I'm like, whoa, how'd she put that all together? That's crazy. Well, I do think that sometimes. Also, I think that like there is genius and simplicity too. And like, I, I, I mean, obviously she's nice selling save. hundreds nice save. of millions of records. <laughs> so she knows what the fuck she's doing. I mean, it's yeah, so she there's, does. There's she really does genius and all that shit. So, um, yeah, I don't know if I'd go as far as genius, but I do, I do think she's been so consistent as someone who has just really stopped doing anything creative. I do find someone who can be so consistent like really cool. So, Hey, good job. Good job, Taylor. If you're listening, <laughs> she's a listener. Uh, she loves it when I joke around about that stuff. Um, <laughs> so, so let's get back into it. So we met at the beautiful yeah. studio city equinox in the sportsman's lodge, right by the air one there. We did see the, um, canceled celebrity that we often see there. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't believe <laughs> on the exact same schedule as us. Or, or and our schedule point, is sp- all over the place. Sporadic. Or as Aaron pointed out, maybe never leaves. Although, yeah, d- doesn't look super conditioned for how often he seems to be there. And I really never see him like pumping. You know, I see him just kind of walking around, sitting, looking tired, wandering. Yeah, a lot of that. Looking canceled. I don't know. I. I will say maybe he heard the podcast. He heard kind of some of my ideas about like how you could use Equinox to your advantage and maybe, you know, stop paying your water bill, stop paying your, you know, stop your paying utilities. For those expensive creams. Yeah. <laughs> the utilities can go like you could just do everything at Equinox. So maybe he, maybe that's what he's doing. Yeah. Maybe he took advantage of your life hack. Um, yeah. Hey, let us know how it's going, <laughs> dude. <laughs> We went there. Um, what did what did the woman that was checking us in? What were you guys talking about? Was it oh, your nails? No, no, she wasn't talking to me about my nails. She was just saying that she was sorry that um, that I had to like always fill out that form. Oh, I thought she said during the pandemic or something. You were talking about. I thought she had like oh, a little uh-uh. preamble right before that. No. No, I just I just said the thing about man, it was so much nicer. The AC was pumping like legit in that little entryway. That's what I was excited about. Okay, that might have been what I was thinking. Sorry, was Sarah. pandemic. Um, Sorry, that makes perfect sense for me. Uh, <laughs> we're like we're Aaron and I are crazy today. Both of us are exhausted. Um, yep. So it, it is it is a loopy, s- silly episode. With a lot of talk about Star Trek and SNL 
commercial parodies that nobody Deep will look cuts. up. Um, no, but I will, I will say a little comparison between that LA fitness at Equinox is that AC was legit at Equinox and LA fitness. It has been 135 degrees in the Valley. And so I can't like go on a walk like around my neighborhood unless it's like 6am, which is, I don't think is safe. And then, or 8pm and I do that, but it's still hot. So I go to the gym to walk on the treadmill and I, if I go in the afternoon when I have free time, it is so fucking hot and they just have giant fans. And I'm like, these fuckers don't have AC. And so they do have AC in the basketball court. And so I go, if the doors aren't open, I go open the doors to the basketball court. And then I do my workout in front of that little area. I heard so, you were out there doing lunges, you know, to the free throw line and shit. You don't give yeah, a shit. Yeah, it was really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> You're just a part of the court. They got to dribble around you. That's just how it goes. Yeah. I'm like part of the zone defense. Okay. You never know when there's a crazy lady from the audience who does lunges through the court. You just have to be prepared. I think if you wore like a striped referee shirt, you might be able to like just be out there and like <laughs> bang out some quick sets of shit, you know, in it's between. It's a great idea. Yeah. That is a great idea. Kind of let the whistle I, hang I, I, out of your mouth. And, you know, they're just like, I guess she's <laughs> reffing. I don't know. She's doing a lot of lateral raises too, but whatever. But I have, I didn't, I didn't tell you, but I have started doing lightweight, lightweight workouts again, but, um, just taking it really slow, but wow. that's what I, I took big my reveal, little weights over. Big reveal on the podcast. You haven't, you haven't told me that you're revealing it, unveiling that on the show today. <laughs> Huge, huge, huge fucking news. Now I'm just not allowed to lift like a hundred pounds is what I was told now. So I'm, I'm not fully at a hundred pounds. I don't really think my doctor knows what she's talking about. I think she just said that number. Um, just I don't think she lifts weights. I don't think she has any frame of reference of what I'm talking about. Um, but she said I could lift some. Hmm. So, I took my little weights over by the basketball court. I got that AC. So today when I went to Equinox was another freaking day where I was like, God, this place is so nice. Um, uh, not having any concept. I remember a story uh, where I called home when I was a kid and my, my little sister is like 10 years younger than I am. And so she was really little. And I, I called, I can't remember what age, but, but yeah, you know, little, and I called home and I was like, is mom there? And she's like, no, she left. And I was like, did she just leave or what did she leave a while ago? And then she was like, she made the sounds like she was thinking, oh, um, she left about a hundred minutes ago. <laughs> so I was like, I didn't know what the, if that meant a long time, a short time, it definitely wasn't a hundred minutes. I don't know, but it was just so funny to me. I was like, I think that she's trying to say a long time, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Um, that's, well, that's she, uh, I think she left about a hundred minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> well, that's what my doctor, I was like, can I start lifting weights again? And she said, Oh, well not like a hundred pounds. And I was like, interesting answer. Wait. Okay. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> not like a hundred pounds. I was like, I don't okay. know what those are. <laughs> so, Anyways, that was, uh, <laughs> hi, what's up bell babies. It's Aaron interrupting the episode to talk to you guys about athletic greens. You know, them, you love them. We love them. Stanger Stanger's in here. I am. I'm here to tell you I got into athletic greens through this podcast through my co-host, Ryan Stanger, everybody at Athletic Greens hooked it up. And now I want to hook you guys up. Okay. Athletic Greens is, what is it, Aaron? Athletic Greens is like a simple way to start your day on a healthy note. Okay. This is one scoop of Athletic Greens. Easy. They even give you a scoop. You don't even have to figure it out. You scoop it. You put it in some nice, cold, crisp water. You shake it up 
And guess what? Your day is off to the races. You are getting in one scoop of Athletic Greens, you are absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right, y'all. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system. There's more, your energy, recovery, focus, and cuckoo aging, all of those things. Now, I'm going to tell you, I do this first thing in the morning. I've got my husband to do it. Now he's doing it every morning. We we like the feeling of, hey, we don't know what's going to happen the rest of the day. It might go off the rails, but we know we're at least starting the morning off getting some good foundation in our life. Okay. Now it is lifestyle friendly. So whether you're eating keto, paleo, vegan, dairy free, dairy free, <laughs> dairy free, or gluten free, you're going to be okay. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. It has like, um, what is it? It's like a mild tropical flavor. It's actually, it's really good. Um, it's like simple. I think it's like simple. Good. If that makes sense. Um, it supports better sleep quality and recovery. So if you're worried about getting back in the gym the next day, this can help. Now I will say it, like if you're trying to do get all of the nutrition that comes in athletic greens, if you're trying to like buy each and every one of these things on your own, it's going to be very overwhelming. Now, the founder of Athletic Greens, he was he was experiencing a lot of gut health and was spending over $100 a day to get all of these nutri- nutrients into one single day, okay? So he wanted to create Athletic Greens, so he could kind of put that all in one easy to use like formula and then put it out for people so they don't have to like deal with what he had to deal with. Okay. So yes, it costs you less than $3 a day and that's cheaper than my cold brew habit. Maybe not yours, but maybe, okay. Where my cold brew habit folk out there. Okay. Now just know you are investing in yourself in this, in your body. So let's hook it now. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Let's get back to the show, baby. So, okay. So we, we get up there. The Equinox does have, they had like what? Five, they like had five a, regular. They had a good amount. They tentacles? had, so we, the, the ones that we used were the, um, the kind of traditional ellipticals with the arm movement, um, with, uh, a fixed height to where you're just moving in that kind of, they're called ellipticals because, uh, your, your, your feet are always in contact with the pedals on them and they're kind of, um, they're like the resistance comes from the rear and it like, uh, you, and so the, the movement pattern that you run in is an elliptical movement. It's not a full circle. And so we did those ones, those ones, you can control the resistance. You can't control the height or anything because it's just one fixed elliptical pattern that you move in. Um, and then right. we also used what's called an arc trainer. Um, and that one is a little bit different. It's, uh, it's more up and down. So it probably simulates a, a running movement a little bit more. And that one, you can control the resistance and the height. So you have a little bit more variability there. That one also has um, the moving arm component too. 
So we did, th we did, yeah. what do we do? 30 minutes or 20 minutes on tradition? 20 minutes on the traditional one and then like 10, 15 minutes on the other one. Just to kind of get a little juxtaposition to see, you know, what felt better, you know, and what, what the kind of big difference was. And then we used our devices, our wearables to see like the difference in kind of, you know, calorie burns. And I was curious in regards to heart rate, if I could do, um, if I could get into that hit range. So if I could get, you know, 90, 95 plus of my max heart rate. Um, and so I used the whoop um, because I like, I think it does in, in favor of whoop, it does give you an accurate reading on what your heart rate is. The problem mm -hmm. is, is like the way that it records the information is really difficult. So it's not like you can, that's why I was frustrated because I was trying to pull up like, okay, let me just see side by side here. And like, I can't go back and look at the recorded workout. It has like, um, your strain level, like whatever, like whoops, weird, you know, it, it just wants you kind of using all whoop stuff. So it's like, don't even fucking worry about what the calories burned was. Just participate in our strain level. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it's trying to get its own like fucking vocab going and shit. And yeah, yeah. It's God. like, did you have a good workout? And it was like, I had a good whoop out. Um, because my, is that real? No, but it's like that God, level of okay, shit. And it's constantly <laughs> wanting to give you tutorials. Like, let us walk you through how to use, you know, all the different features. And it's just like, motherfucker, just, just yeah, leave me alone. Do your job. Um, I don't want to fucking invite you into my family. It's like, marry your whoop. <laughs> Have a child with your whoop. <laughs> I married my whoop. Now we compare strain levels and like with a big wedgie and you're like, fuck, it happened to Stanger. It was God. the whoop the whole time. Um, so anyway, I did take like, you know, mental snapshots. And so I can't answer the question in regards to you know, was I, what, what zones was I was able to get into and how hard was it to, you know, achieve those levels? So I can give the, I can give that information, but as far as calories spent, um, not so much, but I mean, I guess there's a way we could kind of reverse engineer that or reverse calculate. Well, I, that. I also think calories burned on, on any of these devices is probably a little dubious. Yeah. I think that if, it's, think if it is tracking your heart rate and it does have your height, weight, age, all that kind of stuff, it can get in there. Yeah. I don't ever trust what the machine says, you know, because it's just like, yeah, you don't okay, fucking know true. me. Yeah. How does it know? You ain't hanging out with me. You ain't fucking going to dinner with me. You've never <laughs> been on a, to a dinner with me. You never listen to me complain about my family. Hey, we don't know. We don't know. You never Listen, been camping I, with me, you fucking elliptical machine. <laughs> I, I I started doing the elliptical again because I haven't been able to lift weights and I was getting so tired of doing the treadmill and I could get my heart rate higher um without feet like on the treadmill I can get my heart rate higher but I have to like do the incline so high that it's like annoying like let's, it's like a, let's do this so let's go pros give us your pros okay. on in, uh, elliptical uh, pros is it's a little bit more um it's a little bit more movement or not maybe that's not the right word it's a little bit like it's less impact with more more movement than like a walk a, sl a slow kind of even like a treadmill walk um, so I liked it for the pro because I could like monitor, I still need to keep my heart rate under a certain number. And so I could kind of like get right to the edge of that number and, and live there instead of being just at like a hundred beats per minute. Cause that was what I felt like I was when I was like walking or like one Oh nine and I can go up to one thirty. So it was like, I'm, I feel like I'm missing a little bit of that like heart rate feeling. Mm -hmm. So that was a pro for me was going back to the elliptical was getting a chance to get my heart rate in that mid zone that I'm allowed to be in right now. And that was nice. Felt like I did a little bit more work without having to do a lot of work. If that makes sense. Yeah. Another pro, um, it feels like autopilot-y. Whereas like running is not, 
it's like walking in that regard where it's like, you can just like, if you have the machine, you can just like put on a movie and watch the whole thing. And it never, unless you like are doing like interval training, it doesn't feel like you're going to die at any point. So you could just like do it for a long time. You're not going to end up in a final destination situation. On a <laughs> elliptical right. trainer. Right. Um, I would say those are big pros for me. You know, they have a cup holder, big pro love, love, a, love to bring, you know, a coffee, a, a water something like that, you know? Yeah. I, so speaking generally in regards to pros, I think that, you can do an upright weight bearing exercise for cardiovascular training. That's low impact. So, you know, you, before, before this, it was running or stair stepper, uh, as far as upright, maybe, maybe vertical climber. Um, but those are higher impact. Uh, this one, you know, this one is, you're getting close to what what is like the the body position of a run, um, but it's minimal impact. So if you have injuries or you have compromised mm-hmm. joints, um, you know it's something that you can do that's going to get you upright. Um, and so that's a pro. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I would say that like it does. You know, in watching my heart rate on it, it has a sneaky. You know, if you play the, with the resistance, it has a sneaky way of getting you, um, you know, getting some leg burn without without feeling it as much as if you're like, you know, going just incline or just speed on the treadmill. Um, right. I don't know if it's or like stair the, machine or-, or stair machine for sure. I, yeah. I don't know if it's like the distribution of weight or or whatever. So that was especially in that kind of like zone two range. Um, that Aaron was talking about. So depending on what your, you know, maximum heart rate is, but I would say for most people it's, you know, it's, it would probably live in the kind of, depending on how conditioned you are, you know, it starts to go up a little bit, but I would say for most people, it's in that kind of like 110 to 140 beats per minute range. And like, you can kind of, you can, you can arrive at that on the elliptical and not ever feel like you're going to fall over or, lose your balance right. or, or any of that kind of stuff. So, f- you know, for older folks, for specialized population, for people that are recovering from injury, um, or for people that just don't like the kind of traditional burn, um, I, I would say that's, that's a big pro. Like it's, it's a very approachable piece of equipment. And oftentimes it's literally just one setting. It's just resistance. So there's not yeah. a lot else to fuss with. It's like you just plug and play. You get right on there and go. Um, yeah. Yeah. So pro there. Um, those are the, those are, those would be my pros for it. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can watch TV pretty easily. You can, people watch, like we talked about, it's usually very fun to people watch from one of those. You're kind of up high. You just got to see everybody's, you know, whatever the frick they're up to at the gym. Um, Trying to surprise that comedian wasn't on him. Uh, <laughs> holler at some women, guys trying to spit their game. You know, <laughs> people taking selfies, uh, that kind of stuff. That when we took a video, of, there's a video we have today where I was looking back, and there's just like it's the two of us and one guy in the back, and I was like, I this poor one guy. He, I don't think he was like, like if I see I'm in the back of someone's photo, I will. Pose. I will be in their photo with them. And he doesn't seem to be like milking the camera at all. Like not a ham he seems to just be, he, yeah, he's just living his life, but it is just t- the two of us and that guy. <laughs> Sorry, dude. He's a draper, not we'll a ham. You. He's a what? A draper, not a ham. <laughs> I thought you said something else. Okay. Uh, Cause I was thinking like the character that he played was like, wouldn't do that, but he would probably do that. You know, the actor. <laughs> oh, Tom, what's his name? Don Draper, John Ham, John Ham, John Ham. I saw him at Sundance. He's very good looking. Good looking dude. Very good looking. He was, he was enjoying his fame too. And I always love seeing that, you know, just, uh, in, in a fun way. Yeah. Not weird. Um, Definitely um, stick to the, the drama, though, my man. 
Hey, let's, you know, let's, I, let's try and do. Uh, I think there's this weird <laughs> thing now to where, um, like, a lot of like leading men that are action stars or serious actors will be good sports in kind of an ensemble and get some laughs and then think like, I'm going to do fucking comedies now. Yeah. And is this kind of like, I miss the days where we had like Dan Aykroyd and Chevy, che you know, just like comedy people, yes. you know, it's like now we have to have like yes. fucking John Cena is in the big comedy <laughs> movies. <laughs> Wait, was it John Hamm in the, in the Maverick movie? He was. So he was serious in that. And, that and he was serious. And it was weird, though. Like, I didn't. Yeah, because you're used to him being like role. a comedy person now. So you're like, when is he going to start? He's like, like I only around? do comedy now, guys. I, I've been to UCB a couple of times and I want I want laughs. Yeah, he did good on SNL. He was funny in Bridesmaids because he was kind of like, you know, like leaning into his type, you know, like having fun with yes. himself. And then he was just like got tantalized by the laughs and then now he's doing God. like i mean it's hard it's hard to not yeah i mean uh, <laughs> i mean i'd i'm sure a lot of people would love to be fucking don draper and Mad Men, but can't do it you know what i mean <laughs> true <laughs> um so anyway stay in your lanes folks um he's a listener we have so many famous listeners it's unreal uh so Right. So we, yeah, well, there's a lot of video. You guys will see us using the video. Now it, I was able to fairly easily get into my kind of zone two range. And then I tried to, um, see if I could like jack up into the kind of one ninety range. Uh, and that one was more difficult because I feel like those arm things start moving real fast. I had the resistance cranked way up 15 plus, And like, I feel like I yeah. could eventually get there, but it's a lot of, it's a lot of work. And then also to like decelerate. So say you're going and you just kind of want to bail on it. It might, you might like fly across the room type shit. Cause those little like yeah. legs are flying everywhere. That's why like, if you're running, you can just kind of stop or jump on the out the the outside of the non-moving part of the treadmill. Or on a bike, right. you can just you know stop pedaling or take your feet off the pedals or whatever. Whereas this, it's like it's, yeah, it's a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't. It, yeah, it was. That it would was be really hard. It was hard to get it to really climb up there. And so I think you could do it. It would just take like a much longer kind of warm-up period. You know, whereas on a bike, like I can get myself. Like if I warm up for 10 minutes, then I can kind of start getting in those, you know, 85, 90 zones pretty quickly and easily. But with, yeah. with that, I would say I'd probably have to warm up the, like for a full 20 minutes and then I could get in there. And then I think like accelerating into it and decelerating out of it would be a lot. And so it wouldn't, I probably wouldn't do it as much. Like it wouldn't be as convenient to do. Yeah. It's this, it is not an easy like deceleration. Yeah. Um, you're going and yeah, once you're there, you might as well just stay there and then, you know, wait out the rest of your life and just, you know, take the loss. Um, and another con, but, another con I would say too, is just, just, I'm, I'm interrupting just because this, you, what you, you kind of alluded to and what you just said, I think that people can, um, zone out on there and not, challenge themselves enough because it's so mm. passive. So it's very easy yeah. to feel like I worked out for an hour and like you burned 27 calories and like truly didn't right. do anything because it's just, you're not, you know, it's easy just to kind of like pick the lowest setting and go at the slowest speed. Also, right. Because you are passively stabilized, it does not challenge your proprioceptive awareness at all. So you are getting no, even like a treadmill doesn't do it much, but you get some because it is a little bit of like, well, I'm up and down. My feet are leaving the ground. I have to kind of, you know, maintain a little bit of balance here while I'm striking down. Right. And with the elliptical trainer, you're not getting that at all. So, right. Yeah. Which might work to your favor. If that is something you are, uh, if you don't have strong balance and you're wanting to exercise, there's something going on. Great. Use an elliptical, but it is missing that piece. Yeah. And I would say, make sure you're doing stuff that challenges your balance so that you have a chance of improving it. But yeah. if you wanted to kind of keep your cardio in while you're getting that, while you're working on that, that's, that's where it will excel. But, yeah. but don't rely on that as like your, you know, 
your kind of core stability, proprioceptive awareness, you know, all that stuff is really important, especially as we age to, to, you know, maintain all of that as, as long and as well as you can. Well, what I was going to ask you was when we switched to the other, the arc, is that what it was called? The arc trainer. Yeah. The arc trainer. Were you able to get your heart rate higher? Yeah. So that one, you, so that one has the added varied, uh, variability. You can go, you can increase the incline as well. So you're going, your legs go more and more vertical. So it does kind of mimic a change in elevation feeling. So it's like Mm -hmm. a zero impact stair climber almost. So with, well, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. With moving your um, incline and resistance up high, I was able to get my heart rate up. But even again on that one, it still wasn't a slam dunk as far as um, high intensity interval training. If you want to get as high, like you could do a a a more moderate version of it, like of interval training. But if you want to do true hit high intensity, where you're, like I said, you're getting eighty five to ninety five plus. Um, of your maximum heart rate, it still was a little bit of a, uh, to do, to get into that range. Um, and also, you know, to get out of it, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. That one did feel a little more stable. Like it didn't feel like, um, like the arms were going to like flap around. (laughs) Yeah. There's more, it feels more controlled in, yeah. In a good way. Like you can really crank and push. That would be the one to push yourself on. I think a little bit, you know? Yeah, absolutely. We watched a guy really going for it. I didn't take a video of him cause I wanted to be respectful. This guy was but- fucking hunched over like Mozart <laughs> playing the, the piano, dude. It would look like f- fucking. <laughs> he was, <laughs> he was writing a symphony. That's for sure. He was, it, it was, was something like, to be Amadeus situation. I mean, he was like fucking, <laughs> shoulders crunched up and shit. <laughs> but it was, he was sweaty. He was sweaty. He's going through it. Yeah. Maybe taking a dump. I don't know. It was a lot of stuff going on. The back, the shoulders looked a little too hunched, the back a little too rounded. I didn't feel good about what he was doing. It seemed like do, do something else. This yeah. doesn't seem healthy. <laughs> yeah. I did when the other day I was leaving the gym and I looked at the line of stair step machines and I almost I almost took a video or went through like my, when I was like a, when I was taking piano lessons, my piano teacher would take the little like ruler and tap the top of my hands to be like, like I needed to like round my hands more to play the piano properly. And so she would just tap. This was like, you know, she, she grew up probably, you know, when you spank kids, that kind of world. But that's what I wanted. I wanted to have a little, ruler and go through and just smack all of their hands off. They were all hunched over Draped every over last one of them. Like Draped, fucking dirty laundry. Hanging. I was like, what the, what do you guys think this is doing for your body? This is a nightmare. All of them. There was, I don't know. How many did I say? Nine, 10 people. They were all doing the same thing. I was like so mad. Yeah. Just do less time. You'll burn the same amount of time. calories. And you'll get the core work. Do less time. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say maybe more calories. Maybe more. There's, I mean, definitely I if watched, you're doing if you're doing the same amount of time with perfect form, you'd burn significantly more calories. But yeah. let's just say for a while there, they have to go a lot less on the time in order to maintain an upright position. I bet it'll, they'll, they'll cross the calorie mark or get to this, at least the same level really soon, if not immediately. You know, they're, they're yeah. doing 40 minutes and they just do 10 the right way. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. Huge difference. God. Anyways. So that, that guy, but that there was like, there was like one other person on the, on the elliptical when we were there. Otherwise they were completely open. Yeah. It didn't seem like so a, that's a pro that's pro. Yeah. You don't have to wait. Yeah. They, they took down the signs that you have to sign up for your time slot. So you could be on it for four hours. No one is going to uh, tap on your shoulder. Yeah. The, um, the merchandise they sell for them is pretty cheap. Now it used to be really expensive, you know, <laughs> 60 plus dollars, but now you can get an elliptical t-shirt for like 10 bucks. You know, there's <laughs> not as much demand anymore. <laughs> 
the screen print, you think, or what? Yeah, no, nice. I mean, it's it's the officially licensed <laughs> pre-core elliptical <laughs> merchandise, the 2023 I would buy tour. buy some elliptical merch. You just tell me where. <laughs> That's who brought pre-core is the, the fitness brand that brought it to market. They developed it out in Purdue as a way to, do, you know, kind of come up with some kind of cardiovascular training um, that had minimal impact. And then Precore, who designs, you know, all kinds of fitness equipment. They're, they're, they're the, the ones, greats, yeah. they brought it to market. And then, of course, you know, Life Fitness and Technogym and all the, you know, all the other big brands have uh, some version of it. Wait, have you seen the little, I, they're not a little ellipticals, but they're like the little like feet. Um, they almost look like a standing, like, you know how they have like walking pads. Okay. That's like a, a, a home treadmill essentially. They have these little, like where you put your feet in like little. Yeah. Um, I have, I feel like you sent me the, those one time to. I probably did because um, one of my clients was using one and I was like, that is fascinating. But it reminds me of an elliptical because it does seem low impact, but you can kind of like, it's like a little bit more impact than walking, mm -hmm. I guess. Um, or a little higher heart rate maybe than walking. Uh, but that does remind me of like the at home version of an elliptical, but it is big. You can't take, I mean, you can have one of these at home, but. You're going to have to it's really be just, committed. It's just the bottom part, right? It's just the feet. There's no like... Yeah, just the little feet part. Fascinating. So that's a lot of core. I wonder how much that retails for. Do you, I feel like it's not crazy, but I could be wrong. I'm sure you can find them that are crazy. Do you remember the the gazelle by like Tony Little, I think was... Yes. Yeah, with the ponytail through the hat where he's like jumping around. Yes. I love that. I I thought that looked so cool. Yeah, the people's like they're kind of like stick their butt out on it, and they're like just they do kind of look gazelle like. Yeah, yeah. It had to be a yeah, total would, piece of shit, but it they did market it well, and that guy did seem did have like fun cocaine energy. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh huh. Yeah. That was out around the time. I feel like it was about around the time that my parents bought like an at home stationary bike. Mm. Because I remember we were like watching stuff like that and like, maybe we'll get it. Maybe we won't. And that we did not get what we got a stationary bike that we used for about 30 days. And then it became a laundry. Well, holder, you know, back at least back in my day, um, not that long ago, but the kids didn't get as much toys as they get now. And so like, I'd go to my grandma's house and she had a stationary bike and that felt, I was like, this is like a fucking toy, dude. Like I would like get on, like, <laughs> I'd want to play around with it, look at it. I was all interested in it, you know? Cause it was just, it's like, I was like interested in cigarette machines. Used to be able to buy cigarettes out of vending machines and like they had them in bars and they're all like brightly lit. And I was like, wow, this, well, this is gorgeous. What is this thing? You know, cause it's like, it felt like a video game. It had to be like the tobacco company, like trying to get kids. Oh yeah. Get kids. Yeah. yeah. Joe Camel. And it's just like, wow, look at this good looking thing. I don't, yeah. So like, if, I'd be excited. Like if we got some fitness equipment, I would be like, wow, fascinating. You know, like, let me just, uh, really unpack. That's where this. it all started. Yeah. Um, but the, yeah, the gazelle by Tony little, I think it, I'm pretty sure his name was Tony little. Um, that was one that was kind of elliptical. Like if I remember, yeah, they're definitely Nordic track. All of them. Nope. They're still, they're still out there. You know, people get them for their homes a lot. Um, I had a client that was, would always get hers updated. She'd get a new one every like two or three years. Anytime some of the, something oh, wow. came up with one, she's a lawyer, an equity partner at a big law firm. And she would just like, you know, do deals, yeah. deals and shit on her fucking elliptical. Buy, sell, go, do it. Yeah. Well, I, that's what I wanted to see was if I would get steps and I got a lot of steps from it. So it counted I, the steps. Yeah. So it counted the movement that I was doing as steps, which that is like a thing that I am a little like into is seeing how many steps I get and doing like doing something like a bike at the gym, I'm not going to get steps. So when I did see, I w when I did try the elliptical, I was like, I wonder if I'll get them. And I did get them. So I'm keeping it. 
I'm keeping it in the rotation. I don't do it all the time, but I enjoy bringing it back a little bit. I think it's a good warm up. We were able to get a little sweat going. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. So say like, say you had something like um, a leg day or something and you didn't want to really max yourself out or, you know, cut into any of your, you know, your lifts or anything. You could do that with very minimal impact and get, and get a decent amount of warmth going. Yeah, I think I'm glad we did it. I got a nice little workout today in the middle of the day. So jokes on you, bell babies. I got a workout. I think, I think the big lesson that I took away from it was if it can be an effective tool, if it's used in the right way, I think that the, the, the mistake that people made for a while, and there was all these kind of like, no, nope. uh, you know, things that you would read about where it was just like, you know, uh, uh, how ineffective the elliptical trainer is because people would, I think, you know, count it as their primary form of exercise. They would do the easiest setting. They would pat themselves yeah. on the back for going for an hour and they would truly burn like 65 calories. Um, yeah. And so I think, you know, as long as you think like, oh, this is effective for, you know, bridging some gaps, you know, overcoming an injury, um, you know, maintaining cardiovascular fitness while I'm uh, recovering or, um, you know, my balance is challenged, whatever it is, all this, all the stuff that we laid out for you, good as a warm up. Also, you know, if you put a little bit of thought into it and behind it and challenge yourself on the resistance, you can get something out of it. It's just, you can't just kind of zone out on there. You're not, it's not going to do much for you. Better, yeah. better than sitting, but not much, you know? Yeah. And use those arms, baby. Use Definitely. Those I, arms. I would not fuck with the, um, waste my time with the ones that don't have the arm movement. And if they don't have the arm movement and it's the only option they have, like just move your arms like you're running or walking, just move. And then, Hey, then you do get a little bit of balance. So there problem solved. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're making a pretty serious compromise if you can't get those. I feel like all of them, all the gyms, any kind of like commercial gym space now is just doing the arm ones. I don't even think they're. Oh, you said yours has yeah. one. That's. Yeah, it has a few that have the. They have a place to put your hands, but it's stationary. It doesn't move. Yeah, it's just the, so. the handles. Yeah. You know, people want to be, be leaning. They want to lean. They want to scroll. They want anything but fitness, you know? Aaron's checking out her dog. Dogs are my dog. My dog came in here and he is, he's angsty, but I don't understand why he's on a really comfortable bed. He he has no problems and he's just like quietly crying. And he just went like and faced away from me. Like I had done something wrong to him. You pissed him off. He's back. You see, he's looking away from me. Like, yeah, it's real teenager energy. It's like, I'm mad at yeah, you. And you don't even know why, you know, this is my teenager. You have one. I have one. Not right. He's almost, he's going to be in, in, uh, end of September. Oh my gosh. Crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Good. And that's coming from a a mid twenties. Ryan Stanger has an almost teen son. (laughs) I was a young buck when I was out there fucking, um, yeah. Anytime. Like how was camp today? It's good. Good. Everything's good. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Are you hungry for dinner? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so weird. I don't know. Uh, yeah. What'd you guys do? I don't know. Normal stuff. <laughs> Are his eyes closed like that too? <laughs> no, they're actually, he's got like, uh, they're open, but, uh, it helps me do the voice <laughs> too. Yeah, I gotta, like, close, Gets you in I gotta, like, zone. close my eyes and picture how it's gone. <laughs> uh, Connor was saying that, like, they might go see the new Ninja Turtles movie, but it's kind of like <laughs> for kids, but I like the animation. I don't know. <laughs> Your son might actually, his real father might be Matthew McConaughey. Just check into it. <laughs> McConaughey is a little bit higher and he's a little bit more up here like that. He's up there. That's what I'm saying. He he could just be a child of, you know, he's not a. Makana, you get, get some of it. that uh, horchata and he's up there a little bit 
little bit high like that, looking for the uh, looking for the bumper stickers. <laughs> you got it, yeah. Well, just his check. book is just like my book's full, my book is just a, a bunch of pages of bumper stickers. Just keep living. <laughs> I loved his book. Okay, you did. <laughs> Yeah, but I listened to the audio version where he narrates it, and it was beautifully done. I didn't believe it. You know, there's a lot of stuff that just seemed made up, like where he like wrestled some guy in the village in the middle of the woods and stuff. And I got his respect. I know, but I'm into it. I'm. I got my flip flop <laughs> back. I got his respect. I'm just like, what? I know, but when you're that good looking, shit happens all the time and it you just keep winning, you know? You, you just, just keep like, living. You just keep living, you just keep winning. It, people just give you roles in movies. That's the craziest part. You're, about so that you're part. a McConaughey McConaughey fan. Um uh, yeah. Have I you am. seen A Time to Kill? No, I haven't. I need If you to. want some fucking stud McConaughey content, you've got to check out A Time to Kill. It's like his first movie as a leading man and yeah. uh, directed by the great Joel Schumacher, um, who has a real eye for good looking guys. And um, and he he right. shoots him beautifully in it. And it's a fun John Grisham novel and it's uh yeah, it's it's definitely Kiefer Sutherland plays a scary part. Uh, definitely worth checking out, uh, especially if you like right, McConaughey. Well. Have you seen Contact also with Jodie Foster? Um, I, is that older? It's. I mean, it can't. It's, no, I'm thinking of Cocoon. No, I, ha I haven't seen it either. I've seen all of his rom coms. Okay, you want to ask me about one of his rom coms? Uh, you'll love Contact. Um, it's based okay. on a Carl Sagan novel and it's got some interesting spirituality in there and he plays, he plays a cool part in it. Uh, so pr I pro if you love McConaughey, I promise you rent both I of do. these and you will not be disappointed. Okay. Hot tip. I'll let you guys know if I do it, I will let us know about your McConaughey's. All right, well, send us an email or a DM if you have ideas for us on crazy shit to try. We're in. Yeah, always down to try exercises, equipment. Um, we'll be your guinea pigs. Um, we've got some fun uh, interviews coming up. People love the interviews. Mm -hmm. uh, one reviewer in particular. Um, I. Why do I need to know about what it's like to do dumbbell squats? Interview people. Somebody like was complaining about that. So there are there were there are plenty of interviews. We have more coming up. Literally the next episode we do will be an interview episode. So that's on the docket. Uh, if you have questions for us, you said ask the dumbbells at Gmail at the dumbbells across all social media platforms. Anything else you want to say, Aaron? Nope, that's it. That's it. Uh, uh, call us, beep us if you want to reach us. Yeah, send us a page. Um, you guys got our, uh, Nextel pager numbers. It'll go to our yep. voicemail. We check it every Thursday. So mm -hmm. you got it, but it will so beep us immediately in by Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, and just nine one one us if it's important. Okay. Uh, on behalf of myself and Aaron McGowan, um, and all the fine folks at Equinox Studio City, except the canceled celebrity, we'd like to remind all <laughs> the people out there listening to train dirty, eat clean. And live in between. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>